Hello and welcome to the Kalkatindi Show. We don't believe in ourselves enough to really go after our dreams. I had a purpose. I was in a marriage. I wasn't too happy with my relationship at the time. I don't know what it is yet, but I just, I really trust it. And it's, it's exciting to tap into it because you see little breadcrumbs of it, like little kind of tastes of different mm-hmm. kind of doors that you're opening up. I do genuinely believe mm-hmm. that if you have the confidence and the self-belief to achieve, that anything is is possible. I really can create change in this world. I really can help people. They've changed my life. They've completely revolutionized the way that I think and they've encouraged my highest self. And, um, you know, I think the foundations in those three books. All right, I'm here with Cafe Cha. Cafe is a performance coach and the founder of Life Redesigned. He's a resident coach and the head of learning and culture at Mind Valley, one of the world's largest personal development company. He has worked with leaders from companies like Procter & Gamble and IBM. He is a TEDx speaker and has been featured in top publications like Forbes magazine, The Huffington Post, and Malaysia Tatler. Cafe is also an official member of the Forbes Coaches Council, an invitation-only membership for world-class business and career coaches. He has been recognized as one of the top 100 global training and development minds by World HRD Congress. And he is also part of Global Shapers Community Initiative by World Economic Forum. Coach Cafe, welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me on this show call. Really excited. You know, this is the first time I'm doing a recording. Um, I'm being a guest on, a, on an interview and a podcast with someone all the way in the African continent. Thank you so much for having me, and I'm really, really excited to be here. Awesome. All right, Coach Coffey, at what point in your life did you start your personal development journey? Uh, that is, <clears throat> when did I start my personal development journey? I think it was probably almost 12, 13 years ago. Uh, I would say when I was 18. Um, mm-hmm. Or about 19, 13 years ago, um, that was that I started on this journey on, of personal development, mm-hmm. um, and and I started it. Well, to I started it because, you know, <clears throat> I see someone that I admire, um, <clears throat> and I see my 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 cousin sister who's doing really well in her life, mm-hmm. and it made me question and it, it made me wonder, like, how did she get to where? she is at that time. Uh, I mean, you know, think about it, right? Both of us grew up in a small town in Malaysia uh, and then she moved to a bigger city and then she started becoming better. She started getting, you know, high paying jobs. She started having, you know, friends from all around the world and all these things. And I'm like, how can I be like her? And that one question got me into personal development. I started reading personal development books. I started going out to look for role models, to look for mentors. They can help me to, to, to get to where I want to be. That, that is how I started my personal development journey. Wow. That is interesting. Your own sister, just someone very close to you and someone inspiring you that much. My cousin's sister, yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, that's, that's really nice. That's, that's a very inspiring story. And uh, Thank you. Yeah, and I want us to talk about harnessing the power of our minds. How can we harness the power of our minds to achieve elevated happiness and fulfillment? 
Well, I think, you know, first things first, we, we, we need to remember that, you know, and I, I, I love that question, by the way, Carl. Um, and I want to let everyone know that, you know, the most powerful thing that we have in our life is not the tools that we have. It's not the role models that we have. It's not the mentor that we have. It's not the coaches that we have. But the most power, powerful tool in our life, it's basically the five to six inch between our ears. And that's our mind, our brain, right? Mm. And your question, how can we harness the power of our mind? It, it takes a bit of, you know, if you want to think about it, the first step that you need to know, you need to do to harness the power of your mind, it's having awareness and consciousness. See, the... The thing about using our mind is that a lot of things that we do in our life, it's all on autopilot. What does that mean? Think about it. When you walk, do you have to think how to walk? No. When you drink water, do you have to think how to drink water? No. When you drive, do you need to think how to drive? You don't. So most things that we do in our life, it's all automated. And that is the problem. Mm -hmm. The problem is that we are so automated in a lot of things, we stop using our mind consciously to help us so that we can become more positive, so that we can become more resilient, and so that we can, we can become more you know, determined to achieve our goals. So that's the first step. <clears throat> the first step is in the consciousness and mindfulness of what's happening or how are you using your mind. And the second thing is what I call having clarity. <clears throat> See, the reason why people don't, you know, harness or use their mind enough to achieve the goals that they want or to kind of, you know, decide or take actions towards certain, certain goals that they have in life is that they don't have the clarity of who they want to be or what they want in life. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by clarity, essentially, it's a vision of how you want your life to turn, turn out to be. Mm -hmm. And, and, and this, this is not a, Simple. This is a simple tech process, but it's not an easy uh, process. What I mean by that, right? See, it's simple because right now, if I ask people who are listening right now on this podcast, you know, think about what you want 10 years from now. Most people will be able to think about it and they're like, oh yeah, I think I want to be rich. I want to earn this figure. I want to have this job. I want to do this. I want to have a family. Mm -hmm. But why do I say that it is not easy? It is not easy because it is not easy to be conscious about what you want instead of what the society expects you to have. Wow. See, a lot of goals that we have in our life right now, it's conditioned by the society, right? Yeah. The society says that you, you have to get a good corporate job. The society tells you that you have to graduate university with a degree. <clears throat> the society tells you that you have to climb the corporate ladder. The society right now tells you that, oh, entrepreneurship, it's cool, right? So yeah. a lot of things that's happening in our life right now, it's conditioned by the society. So that's why I say that it is not easy to kind of take away those conditioning and really get clear about who you are deep down as a person and what you really, really want. That is the challenge. And that is the reason why in a lot of you know, work that I do as a coach, helping people uh, in different walks of life, young professionals, it's helping them to get this clarity. So I walk, through, walk them through a different process. I walk them through different strategy to really get them to dive deep into who they are, to get clear about what they themselves really want in their life. And once they have, have, they have that clarity of what they want, I then help them to 
build the confidence to be able to do it. So that is the third, the third piece of how you harness the, the, the power of your mind mm -hmm. is that we need confidence to take action. And the thing about your mind is that, you know, because our mind has been conditioned by what has happened in the, you know, in the past years or in the past 10, 20 years of our life, we feel that we don't have the confidence to do certain things. And that's the reason why I help people to rebuild their confidence so that they have the courage, they have the, the you know, the, the determination to take the first step towards achieving what they really want. So at the end of the day, it's really simple. It's really just three steps to harness the power of your mind. Number yeah. one, it's mindfulness and being conscious about where you are in your mind. Number two is getting clarity about the vision that you want for your life. And number three is building confidence to achieve that vision that you have. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's, that's really powerful. That's really powerful for sure. And I know you're very passionate about the topic of confidence. So, yeah. and I assume it's initially because you're, you are very shy and gradually you transform into this very confident and self-assured person. So what changed? And uh, what can you share with us to help us make that shift towards more self-confident versions of ourselves? That's a, that's a really interesting question. Now, now, now that you asked that question, it really made me think a little bit. You know, like my journey is that, is that I've spent, you know, I, I have always been an introvert. Mm. And, and the thing is, I've been an introvert because of, of my family upbringing, right? I mean, you know, growing up in a traditional Asian family, you know, my, my parents didn't, didn't go to school. They, they, they worked really hard to raise us up, uh, me, me and my brothers and, and, and sister. Yeah. And one thing about, about them is that, you know, they, they want us to be successful, but at the same time, they, they stop us from talking about ourselves. And I, I, and I just think this is a global thing. Or yeah. maybe it's an Asian thing. I don't know. I, I have a feeling it's more Asian, but it's also prevalent in some parts of, of the world. Mm -hmm. Is that our parents tell us to, hey, you know, whatever that you do, no matter how good you are, uh, don't show off. No matter how good you are, don't, you know, talk about how good you are. Like everything that I do, everything that I'm doing well, you know, everything that, that, that I know I'm doing pretty well, I don't dare to talk about it because I don't think I'm good enough. Mm -hmm. And this thing about not being good enough, it's a disease. Not being good enough is a disease that stops people from becoming the best version of themselves. So it was, it was, you know, that time when I was diving into personal development that I realized that, you know, my self-confidence is holding me back. My self-confidence is holding me back from speaking to people, networking with people. My self-confidence is stopping me from, you know, talking to, to people who are older than me mm -hmm. who can become my mentors. So when I realized that and I asked myself, is this what I want to go through for the rest of my life? Now, for everyone who's listening to this show, if you're thinking about how can I build self-confidence and, 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 and so how can I be more confident? How can I be a better version of myself? Ask yourself this question. Is where you are right now the place where you want to be 10 years from now? No. And if the answer is not, mm -hmm. then you will take the action to rebuild and redesign your life to be more confident. So ask yourself that question. And for me at that time, you know, when I was diving into personal growth, I asked myself, okay, right now I don't have all this confidence. I can't speak. I can't talk to people. I don't know how to network. I don't know how to have conversation. And I asked myself this question, is this who I want to be 10 years from now? And the answer is no. And I know clearly 
If the answer is no, that means I have to do something about it. And I ask myself, what can I do in order for me to become the best version of myself? Mm-hmm. And at that point for me, it was speaking. So I started doing a lot of speaking. I started going around talking to students. I start, started going around talking to uh, nonprofit organizations. I started going around you know, speaking in, in classes, talking to people. Uh, I spent time actually asking people to connect me with mentors and so on and so forth. And one of the biggest things that I've done at the time was that I, was, I volunteered myself to do sales for a not-for-profit organization. So what that means is that you know, because I'm doing sales, I have to put myself out there. I have to go out and speak to people. I have to do cold calls and and so on. And that decision straight away become a turning point. It just changes the way I see myself Mm -hmm. because the more I do, the more I realize that I can be good at it. And the more I do, the more I feel good about myself. Mm -hmm. And the more I do, the more I can see how this skill helped me to become better. It built my confidence. It made me feel good about myself. It made me more, you know, in a sense, more resilient. And I enjoyed it and I love that. So I keep on doing it. And, and you know, at the end of the day, it gets me to, to, to where I am right now. So I'm really grateful for that. Wow. Wow. You know, and what I'm getting from this is that you put yourself in, a, you push yourself outside the comfort zone, right? Because that's exactly yeah, what you do. Wow. All right, uh, Coach Kofi, we are going to go into some quick fire questions. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is what will I be remembered when I am on the deathbed? Deathbed. Mm-hmm. What would I be remembered when I'm when I'm when when I'm on the deathbed? That mm-hmm. is my definition of success. Do people remember me just oh oh he's just cafe, you know? Or do people remember me for the work that I've done? Do people remember me for the impact that I've, you know, created in their life? Do people remember me for being the best, you know, speaker? Do people remember me for, you know, or maybe my kids, do they remember me for being the best father I could be, you know? And for me, that is the most important thing. I think for me, the definition of success is leaving an impact in people's life, no matter how small, to a point where when you're on the when I'm on the deathbed, people will say thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people will say that cafe has made a difference in my life. That is my definition of success. Well, and uh, do you have a favorite book? Oh, that is tough. Is it? Yeah, I have too many. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay a favorite you. book on what? Do you have any like specific, you know, what well, kind of uh, I would say a book that has had an impact on you or has changed your life in some way, in a positive way, of course. Oh, I think there, there will be two books. Two books. Uh, mm-hmm. The first one is Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. Uh, mm-hmm. Highly recommended. Something that I really, really love. Uh, really talks about how you can relook at your life, how you can you know really assess your life and, and rebuild your life to a certain extent. And the second book is The Last Lecture by Randy Pouch. Oh wow! Um, mm-hmm. That is a book about about a, 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 a person with who, who got diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. and and she's a lecturer, and he's a lecturer, and what he did 
when he when he was diagnosed with cancer and and how he lived his life actually uh, when he was diagnosed with cancer that for me it's 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 powerful mm-hmm. you know the things that he did um, when when he was diagnosed with, diagnosed with cancer um, he doesn't allow cancer to define him he, he goes on and do things is this is this, is this a good book to, to to tell you that no matter what happens to you mm-hmm. you can still be grateful for life you can still have an impact to the world yeah even if you are almost going to die for me that is a powerful book yeah and now that you're talking about powerful books i just want to share with you that i just recently read the code of the extraordinary mind by vision like any who is your mentor oh well? nice yeah yep yeah and while we are talking about vision what is it like being at mind valley and and working with him because he's one of the people who inspire me a lot as well well it was a, it, it, mind valley is a great place it's a it's a great place to work Mm-hmm. Um, you know the people that are great and and vision as a as a as an entrepreneur and also as a mentor has been you know um has been phenomenal you know the mm-hmm. work that she he's doing yeah. how he wants to push humanity how he wants to make education different so that everyone in the world can become the best version of themselves right yeah yeah it's 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 it's, it's phenomenal and inspirational so i've learned so much Uh, from him that right now I'm actually you know jumping into entrepreneurship full time to scale my coaching business mm-hmm. uh, to fully you know run my coaching programs in all different parts of the world and that's because of the mentorship that I got from Vision himself wow wow uh coach coffee what are some of the habits that have propelled you forward in life that without them probably you wouldn't have accomplished what you've accomplished so far oh <sighs> What is the one thing? Is that is that is that what you want? The one yeah, thing. Yeah, you you can mention you habit. can mention no, you can mention a few habits that have propelled you forward in life that you think without them you wouldn't have accomplished what you've accomplished so far. I think two things. Number one, it's investing in your personal growth. Um, you know, there is this quote that says the best thing that you can invest for yourself is your use yourself. Yeah. Um, and and that for me uh cannot be more true um because you know one of the things that get me to where i am today i've spent almost 50 almost yeah almost 50,000 US dollars on my own personal development taking different certification different programs different courses you know flying to different parts of the world to learn from some of the best mentors and some of the best teachers in the world for mm-hmm. my own personal development and that helps me to help people in my line of work of coaching and training So for me, you know, for everyone right now if you're thinking, you know, should I invest in certain forms of personal development? Yes, please do that, you know. And and the the most important thing when you invest in personal development is that you have to practice it. No matter what you learn, if you don't practice it, it will be it will it will, it will be useless, right? So make yeah. sure that you practice yeah. it. So that for me that's one, investing in personal development, it could be online programs, courses, seminars, workshops, books and so on and so forth. That for me is the first one. And second one for me it's mentors uh and coaches. Uh for me, you know, no matter in business, in life or whatever, all of the things that I I I make sure that I do is that I have mentors and people that I that 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 are quite smarter than me. 
Mm-hmm. Because I believe that you know there's always smarter people in the world uh, in, than me. So the best thing that I can I can do to grow myself and to grow my business and to become the best version of myself is to surround myself with mentors. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. I spend time you know once a week uh, connecting, networking, and, and and speaking to people who are mentors who have done great work, who have been successful, and all these things. So that I pick their brains and learn from them and. and so that I don't repeat the, the, the mistakes that they did. Yeah. And there's this one quote that I, that I really like, right? Smart people learn from mistakes. Wise people learn from other people's mistakes. And that kind of sums up why you need a mentor in your life. Oh, wow. Wow. Coach yeah. um, Kofi, what is one skill you think anyone who wants to succeed in life should learn? I think... Oh, this would be difficult. <laughs> it would be it would be speaking. Uh-huh. And what do I mean by speaking? When I say speaking, you know, speaking, if you think about it, it can be speaking on stage, it could be speaking to a group of a thousand people, or it could be speaking to a group of a hundred people, or it could be speaking to one person. And why do I say that is the most important thing? Because your ability to speak will allow you to do many things. It will allow you to convince, it will allow you to persuade, it will allow you to influence people, it will allow you to make more money by closing more sales. Mm-hmm. And that for me is, is, is one of the most important things uh, that people need to learn. And when I say speak, I don't just mean like, you know, just talking. Talking is talking, speaking is speaking, right? When you speak, the goal is to influence and persuade someone to think or to behave in a way that you want them to think or behave. So there's a lot of human psychology involved in speaking. A lot of people make the mistake where they kind of confuse between delivering a presentation versus speaking. Speaking is, a, is, a, is an art, is a skill, is a science. There's some science to it. So if you want to become successful and great in life, you need to master speaking. No matter if it's to a group of thousand people or if it's to one person. That for me has been a game changer. Wow. And what is one key lesson you've learned during this pandemic in this lockdown? Oh. Well, the past four months has been pretty pretty difficult and tough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I could choose one thing, I think that would be you can you can choose to change or you can be forced to change wow um, and and i think i think this is really really prevalent in in during this pandemic uh, if you look into businesses and corporates and workplaces you know for the past many many years a lot of you know gurus and a lot of people have been talking about digital transformation a lot of people has been talking about, you know, oh, we need to go digital, leverage of technology, industrial revolution 4.0 and all these things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies were not taking action about it. They're like, oh, you know what? We can wait. We don't need it and so on. But when this lockdown happened, most companies started going online. Most companies started to figure out oh, how to use Zoom, how to use Google Meet or how can we do meetings online. Yeah, And, and, and that just forces all these companies to change. And I think this is also a reflection of life, uh, especially for me, you know, like I, I, I have been talking about wanting to move my coaching programs online 
but I never did it because for the past years, I've been just too busy running my events and my coaching mm. programs that I, I, I tell myself I don't have the time to put it online. Mm-hmm. But when this pandemic struck and all my events are can't, can't, you know, can't run and I can't host offline events, I have no choice but to turn everything online. Mm-hmm. So, so the lesson here is that you know, if you don't choose to change, if you don't make time to change and improve, one day you will be forced to change. So it's your choice whether do you want to choose to change or do you want to be forced to change. Hmm. Wow. Tell me one thing you're grateful to have in your life right now. One thing? Yep. It'll be my wife. Uh, uh, because, you know, we, we are, we are ex- expecting our baby this year. Oh, wow. Um, and so, yeah, so if there's one thing I'm really grateful for, thank you, thanks. If there's one thing I'm really grateful for, it will be for my wife, uh, mm. for, for her, you know, being through uh, with me for the past 12 years in our, in our relationship, uh, as well as being the mother and carrying the baby in, in, her, in her tummy. And, and for me, that is one of the things I'm most grateful for. Wow. Coach Cafe, talk to us about your products and services. My product and services. So what I do is that I do a couple of things. So if you check out my website, liferedesigned.co, right? Mm-hmm. Redesign with the past tense, liferedesigned.co, you can see a couple of things I do. Most of, most, most of the things I, I do is first, I do a lot of life and leadership coaching. What that means is that I help people who want to perform better in their life, no matter in their health and fitness, their relationship, their career, their business, or, or different parts of their life, if they feel that they want to become better, if you feel that you know you are frustrated with where you are right now and you want to become better in your life, mm-hmm. that's what I do. I help people by re relook at their life so that they can redesign and have clarity about what they want in their life. And then I work with their mindset to reprogram the way they think to help them to see things that they don't see so that they can achieve the goals that they want in their life. So that's my life coaching. So, and I also do leadership coaching for entrepreneurs as well as executives and professionals in the workplace to develop their leadership competencies. So that's the first one. The second one that I do is that I teach people on speaking. I teach people how to influence, persuade by being a great communicator and being a great speaker. I'm actually launching this speaking program uh, sometime end of this year. And the third thing that I do is that I, I'm, I'm creating my own coaching certification where mm-hmm. I'll be certifying people to become a certified coach so that they can go and coach people in different parts of the world and, and, and help people to become the best version of themselves. So that's the three main things that I'm doing. And just to add on is that the life coaching that I'm doing, the first thing, the first one that I was talking about, I also have a online group coaching. Because see, I do a lot of one-on-one coaching. And, mm. and, and what I realized is that, you know, a lot of people can't afford to pay my fees. I charge $500 per month for my one-on-one coaching clients. And that mm. is really high-end coaching clients. But I realized a lot of young professionals who needed help, they can't afford to pay that amount of money. And that's the reason why I created an online group coaching program where I bring 10 people together and I coach them once a month with mm-hmm. my associate 
I will personally coach them once a month and I will have my associate coach to do the follow-up coaching with every single one of them. And that online group coaching is for 12 months and people are paying $39 a month. And that is uh, like 1% of what my clients are paying me, right? Yeah. So, so 10% of what my clients are paying me. So that is the online group coaching and I'm trying to make it more accessible to more people in different parts of the world because I understand that sometimes you know, different people in different parts of the want to be, be part of my coaching program. And that's, you know, they will be able to do it through the online group coaching if they want to. So that's a few of the things that I do. So if you guys have anything, you know, for all the listeners, who, if you feel that, you know, you are not where you want to be, you, you know, you know, th- there's this feeling of view that I can become better. I want to do better. And I know I deserve better. Yep. You know, you, you might want to join my life coaching program. Awesome. And uh, the website is going to be in the show notes for the listeners. Perfect. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, Coach Coffee, what is your number one social platform for someone who wants to connect with you? My number one social platform? Is, I, I think there are two. Okay. Maybe Instagram and LinkedIn. Awesome. So if you can just go to Instagram and search for search for Coach Carfe. That will be me. You will be able to see me. Uh-huh. And on LinkedIn, you will be the same. You know, Carfe Chia. Uh, I think we can put it on show notes, and you will be able to find me. Yeah, you'll be able to get a lot of you know notes and, and inspiration and a lot of tips and tricks on how to live better lives from those channels on my social media. Yeah, and again, all those links are going to be in the show notes. Awesome. Coach Coffee, this is the final question, and this is a question that I ask every guest on the show. Okay. So, Coach Coffee, what would you say to someone listening right now who is about to give up, who is frustrated that they're not getting the results they want? This person wants to make progress towards their goals, but feels stuck and has no idea what to do next. What advice do you have for this person? Hmm. My first advice is, if you have really, you know, put in a lot of the effort, a lot like spending time and you're really frustrated, demotivated, I would encourage you to take a break. You know, spend the next two to three days, take a break, pause everything that you're doing, spend the next two to three days to re-evaluate what you're doing. See, the thing and the mistakes that a lot of people do is that they keep on going and going and going. They don't spend time reflecting about what they have done and see if that's what they actually want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So for everyone who's struggling, take, take, take a break and reevaluate and look at all these things that you have done and see if that's what you want. And then at the same time, while utilizing this break to really ask yourself, what is the one thing or what, who do you want to become five to 10 years from now? And are these things that you're doing or going through right now helping you to get there? That's the first step, taking that break. Mm-hmm. And, and getting that clarity about who you want to be. And the second thing that I would encourage you know, everyone to do, or maybe it's just a piece of advice, is that remember this, anything in the future is always better than the past. So no matter how bad or how, you know, how, how much you are struggling right now, just remember, if you keep going, if you make a pivot, if you change your career, if you, you know, let go of whatever that you, you are doing and doing something new, as much as it is difficult, one year down the road, two years down the road, when you look back, it will be the best thing that you have ever done. So anything in the future 
it's always better than the past. So keep going, persevere. If you have to change, have to pivot, do it anyway, even though if it's even though it's difficult, because the future is going to be better. That's for sure. So just a piece of advice. Remember that anything in the future is better than the past. So keep going, and you'll be, you will get to where you want to be in no time. Wow! Amazing! Amazing! Amazing advice. Coach Cafe, thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing with us your story, your knowledge. Well, thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, and all the lessons you've taught us. I really appreciate you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here, and thank you so much, everyone, for all of you who are listening. You know, feel free to follow me on Coach Carfe on Instagram, as well as Carfe Chia on LinkedIn, which will be on the show notes. And I can't wait to connect with every one of you from you know wherever you are. Thanks for joining me this week on the Kawaka Tende Show. Subscribe to the podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. And if you found value in this show, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would really help us a lot to grow. Thanks again for listening. See you next week. Take care.